I'm in this funny position because I work as a skin cancer doctor. I check people's skins for skin cancers and I um, do biopsies and I do surgery depending on what I find. And all my clientele come to me already pre-indoctrinated by the Cancer Council and other um, skin cancer doctors and the skin cancer community at large and the dermatologists and the wider community of whoever's interested in skin cancer prevention. And they come indoctrinated with this idea that, first of all, there's no such thing as a healthy tan. That is actually the wording, the copy on one of the ads that I keep seeing on the sides of buses when I drive around. There's no such thing as a healthy tan by the Cancer Council. Now that's a barefaced lie to start with. The second thing my patients come in with, they say, it's okay, don't worry, I haven't been, I, n- I never go in the sun. Or it's okay, don't worry, I always cover myself with skin, uh, with um, sunscreen. Um, or they come in and say, I'm really, really worried because when I was a child, I grew up near the beach and I was in the sun a lot. And so the message being, the sun is bad, it's dangerous. If you had a lot of sun exposure as a child, then you're going to get a skin cancer and die. And that's not dependent on your skin type or how much sun you had or whether you got sunburnt or were merely lightly tanned. It's not dependent on anything. The sun is bad, it's dangerous, you're going to die is the basic premise. And the way to stay healthy is to live an indoor life, never see the sun and cover yourself in sunscreen every morning whether or not you are likely to be exposed to the sun just as a precaution. So in my opinion, and I'm not alone, um, that all those messages are not only false, blatantly false, they're lies, they're also dangerous. They're dangerous in so many ways. They're dangerous because they're scaremongering, they're creating fear, they're creating terror amongst the population, which creates stress, which creates health anxiety, which in itself brings about health problems because the very stress of worrying that you did something when you were an innocent child or your parents allowed you to do something that is going to cause you to have a cancer and die is a stress. It causes people to feel helpless They have no idea. They think that it's too late. They think that they've done the damage. And it causes people to, in their fear, apply things to their skin which contain harmful chemicals. Now, I say harmful. There's all these people who jump up and down and say, they've never been proven to be harmful. Well, I don't know if they have been proven to be harmful. I think some of them actually have. But let's just assume for argument's sake that they haven't been proven to be harmful. Have they been proven to be safe? No, they haven't. So we don't know if they're safe or not safe. But we do know that they are chemicals made in a factory for profit. Now, (laughs) let's put those two things together. They're made in a factory for profit by corporates and they haven't been proven to be safe or unsafe. So would you want to put that on your skin at all for any reason? I wouldn't and I certainly wouldn't want to put it on the skin of an infant or a small child who absorb things far more quickly and rapidly and are far more vulnerable to what they absorb. How about this proposition? 
Instead of using a chemical made in a factory with unproven safety, why not use your intelligence, your common sense, your natural instincts, and why not apply those and use them to prevent sunburn? It's not rocket science. You just notice how the sun affects you. You notice what time of day it is. You look up at the sky and you see how much cloud cover there is. Yes, you can get sunburnt through cloud, but you can still get some information from looking up at the sky. You can get some information as to how cloudy it is. You don't get sunburnt when there's a big black storm ahead. So you, you still get some valuable information by looking at the clouds. You look at the time of day you notice or know are aware of what latitude you live at what country you live at you can go on the bureau of meteorology's website and find out what the uv rating is for that day at different times if it's past 6 p.m i don't care how sunny it is you're not going to get sunburnt past 6 p.m unless maybe you have the fairest of the fair types of skin but then you also take that into account what type of skin do you have and you use all those bits of information and your intelligence and common sense and then you make choices like you change the time of day that you were going to do something you take some extra clothing with you you take a hat you stand under a tree you stand in the shade and yes you can still get burnt in the shade because there's reflection but you take that into account as well because it's not that hard and you take responsibility for your own skin and your own sun exposure and by doing that you don't get sunburned it's very simple now here's another factor if you're malnourished, as 80 or 90% of people in the modern world are, you sunburn more easily. If you're malnourished, you get cancer more easily. So how about in addition to my common sense measures for avoiding sunburn, you eat real food, you nourish yourself properly, you reduce your stress levels, you reduce your exposure to toxins, you make sure you follow a diurnal rhythm, a circadian rhythm, where you go to bed at bedtime and you wake up at waking time and you don't do night shifts and you don't insist on being on the computer until midnight and staying indoors the whole day so your body has no idea whether it's day or night and you move appropriately like a human and spend time outdoors and you have strong robust friendships and a tribe how about you do all those things which will improve your entire health not just your vulnerability to skin cancer and sunburn and then you won't be needing any of those nasty chemicals and if you have to play cricket all day long or you have to attend a barbecue which by the way you don't have to but you choose to then Maybe it's fine to use those chemicals in the sunscreen because you're using them so infrequently and for a very specific purpose and you don't have that constant fear in the background because you don't understand how people get skin cancer and you think you did something terrible when you were young and you think your parents were so irresponsible because they allowed it to happen. This is all the messages I get from my patients and I feel so... I feel sorry for them for having those incorrect messages and I feel, 
Oh, it's such an uphill battle. I t- I tell them these things. I tell them, but some are receptive. Some their eyes light up because they've never heard someone tell them the truth, and they know it's the truth because they've always suspected it, and that makes my day. And some of them don't hear me. I mean, they hear me technically. Their ears are working, but what I'm saying is so outside of their paradigm that it's as if I was speaking to them in a foreign language. And so I guess I'm doing my bit. But while I'm, what I was saying about being in a funny position, here I am doing my bit, and I'm doing it the whole time. There's a risk that I'm going to be、um, complained against by one of the patients, by another doctor, a GP who hears of the advice I've given or the recommendations I've given to my patients, by APRA, the governing body, because I'm giving recommendations that are counter to what the cancer cancer council give and to what just about every other skin cancer doctor in Australia gives, and so. Am I putting myself in the same position that Gary Fetke was in, the orthopedic surgeon from Tasmania, who dared to tell diabetic patients to eat less refined carbohydrate and sugar, God forbid, and who was complained against by some dietitian and had to go to court and was eventually all exonerated, so it was all good. And thinking about him made me think. So, in the defence of him, his wife Belinda discovered that all the food pyramid recommendations were created essentially by corruption and fraud. Seventh Day Adventists, Ansel Keys, that whole story. The food pyramid that the government promotes is incorrect. It's misleading. It's a lie, and it causes ill health. And it is responsible for obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and All the chronic ill health, at least in part, and then it occurred to me, maybe the cancer council and all their ads, maybe they're corrupt and fraudulent. I just assumed they were misguided and and naive and、um, well-meaning, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're being funded by sunscreen manufacturers. Maybe there's this whole. In the background, industry going on that creates those ads on the sides of buses. There's no such thing as a healthy tan. What bullshit! Anyway, I don't know where it's going to end, but I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm not going to lie to people. And if I get in trouble, I'll just have to get in trouble. We'll see. All right. Thanks for listening.